Episode 81. When in doubt, go back to base camp. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hi, Elite Educators. This is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. And whether you're teaching a lesson or you are learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. I'm here to empower you to reach your potential, and that's why I refer to you as an elite educator, because that describes someone that takes the time to invest in themselves by doing what you're doing now, listening to a podcast that's really going to help hone your craft. I want to first start by thanking you all for tuning in each week. I've received some of the most wonderful reviews on iTunes, so if you do enjoy the show, Help me by subscribing and leaving a rating with a review. This just tells iTunes to continue pushing out the show, which of course helps more and more teachers each day. So I want to give a shout out to Mandy, who stopped by iTunes to leave a review. And she said, Gretchen is the real deal. It's so nice to have such a positive, energetic voice speaking to educators through this format. Teaching isn't always easy, but she handles the tough truths with a hopeful lens and encourages all of us to be our best for kids. Great podcast. Holy cow, thank you so much, Mandy. That just takes my breath away for a moment to know you left such a specific review and you really went into detail about what this podcast means for you. And that lets me know what information you find valuable so I can continue to connect with teachers, dive into classroom best practices, and bring the information that everyone is seeking. I appreciate you mentioning me as a positive, energetic voice that's really helping you find the answers that you need, and especially when it comes to those tough truths as you coin them, things that might be hard to face or hard to accept but are really happening, and as soon as we deal with them, we're able to move forward and be more productive in our daily work. And you even mentioned it gives you a hopeful lens. I really like some of your verbiage here describing what this podcast is doing for you in your own life and career. And I hope it does the same for others. So thanks again, Mandy, for stopping by and and leaving me such a thoughtful and super kind review. Well, today I want to help you reignite your passion and potential. And we're going to be talking about digging deep to maximize your influence in somewhat of a crowded world of demands. And this specific podcast episode is especially for those teacher leaders But teachers, you're going to face the same questions we're going to be discussing and just helping your own students. So even if you aren't an actual teacher leader, go ahead and listen up. All right, y'all, this is going to be one empowering ride. So let's get started. First and foremost, Happy New Year. It's 2017. Holy cow, where did the time go? I know many people mentioned 2016 being full of death of celebrities and some really influential people in the world. And I agree that happened, but selfishly 2016 
was such a blessing. We got to welcome our first child, our daughter, Lily. And so I am very happy when I think back on that year. But I'm hopeful for what 2017 is going to bring, not just in my own life, but in classrooms around the world. So I can't wait to dive in to today's episode and and keep working with you throughout this year on, on what you're facing and how I can help you find the answers, the tips and the tricks, and just that encouraging word to get up every day and do what you're doing. So today's episode, When in Doubt, Go to Base Camp, all started from my own frustration of being a leader. And oftentimes I was given directives without really the ability to add my two cents or share a stronger solution or just even offer insight. And it's all because we had this top-down management. And I think in education, you just can't get away from that. I mean, the state tells the district what to do. The district tells the administration what to do. Administration tells the teacher leaders what to do. Then the teacher leaders are telling the teachers and teachers to the students. And it's just everyone's kind of trying to manage the person on the totem pole that comes below them. And it just gets very frustrating. There's a lot of red tape that we all have to adhere to just because we want to keep our job. And oftentimes, though, as a teacher leader, the roles and responsibilities become blurred or they're at least not spelled out thoroughly. So this gray area just gets exposed and gets exploited. And you're pulled to do tasks that are not appropriate for your job title or even your talent level. Like maybe you're asked to cover for um, a sick teacher when you're supposed to be running this professional development session for teachers. You know, which of these is really the one that's going to maximize your potential and take your talent and infect the school in such a positive way. And when you pull a teacher out of what they should be doing, you're really not doing what's best for your school at that moment to reach the mission you've established. So I want to help you, teacher leaders, sort through what you should be doing from tasks given to you to tasks you're even giving to others. So there's two topics we're going to cover. Topic number one, we've talked about it before, so I'm just going to hit it real quick in case you've missed it. But I want you to dig deep with the tasks that are handed down to you. So when you're asked to complete a task, ask yourself, is this in my job description? And if you don't happen to have a job description, then ask yourself something like, does this fall in line with my job duties purpose? And if you're always busy doing tasks that are unrelated to really that one thing, then you're never going to get around to doing that one thing. And therefore, your results are lacking for that one thing. Do you see the domino effect here? And it's not to say that you can't help out from time to time, but in education, we are the worst for putting out fires and utilizing the wrong people to do so. And we want these quick solutions and we pull our talent to go take care of the bleeding wound when really the bigger picture is far more important. And it's up to our administration to prepare for these fires ahead of time, have backup upon backup plans so that our teacher leaders are not taken from the bigger bang initiatives. So that's all I'm going to say for that. Just make sure you're asking yourself those questions. Is it in my job description? And does this fall in line with my job duties purpose? And you don't have to be rude when you say no or just propose a different solution. But you've got to make sure if you were hired to do something that you can do it and you're not pulled away to do something else. So topic two is where we're really going to focus today about being in doubt and going back to base camp. And is digging deep with the tasks that are you are giving to other people. So 
you are handed a teaching load. Some people that you are trying to mentor and you know your state, your district, your school focus goals. You, you know somewhat what topics or areas or subjects that you're going to focus on with teachers. But really, other than those factors, you're kind of lost. And even administration may suggest to you areas for growth for these particular teachers you're working with. And maybe even teachers themselves may ask for help in certain areas, but you have to be prepared to say no, just like we were talking about in another situation where you're handed tasks, but now you're handing tasks down to others, and you have to be able to sort through which is the appropriate task to hand down. And so like we're deciding if a task is aligned to our job description, we need to ask ourselves if the areas asked of us to help someone with are aligned to either the district or the state or the school goals, or is it the main thing? Meaning, is this a fire you're helping this teacher put out in the classroom because it's just glaring and it's obvious, or is it a deeper issue that once you've solved this issue, now that, like a domino, starts fixing other areas? And A perfect example is classroom management. It's so difficult to go in with blinders on and not see kind of the chaos that's happening in front of you. But often when you fix a classroom management issue, you still aren't at the root of the problem. It's just the one that's most obvious in your face and you almost can't help yourself but to fix that one first. Like maybe the students are just walking around the room during a lesson. It's just an inappropriate time. You need to be focused. You need to be engaged. But really a deeper issue would be like the teacher's questioning during the lesson is so low level, meaning the students don't really have the opportunity to think about the material in a meaningful way so that they can reach that true mastery. So which one of those is most important, those students walking around or the teacher's questioning? And I know it's hard because the students walking around is so distracting. It's so hard not to see it and so hard not to talk about it. But that's really not where your focus should be. You've got to dig deeper. And sometimes you're really confused as to what you should be focusing on. And that's what I'm saying. Go back to base camp. And so you'll say, you know, well, how do I know what the root of the issue is? Or how do I know if I'm putting out a fire versus really hitting one of those big dominoes? So base camp to me, this is like your homeroom, your locker room, your just place of refuge. And for me, base camp is going back to my coaching binder. And in that I have data, I've got goals, I have the school's mission statement. It's just a moment for me to take myself out of the game, the hustle and the bustle of the demand, and make sure that what I'm focusing on is truly the main thing. So when I wonder which two aspects of classroom instruction to focus on with the teacher, I pick up that binder, I start reviewing, you know, past observations or school goals or district initiatives or a teacher's reflection on a lesson, you know, etc. And that really helps center me. It helps remind me of the work that I'm here to do, especially information about that specific teacher. And it's usually here it becomes glaringly obvious which route I need to take when helping someone. But without taking that break and without heading back to my own base camp, then I lose that perspective. And it's like, call in a timeout to get a breather and then that breather is what brings you that fresh clear mind and then you can make a decision. Well as a teacher coach many times after an observation I'd be walking out of the room and a teacher would snag me and and say you know how'd I do and even though my gut would be to want to give them a number on our performance rubric I just never did. I knew I had go back to my office. I had to review all the nitty gritty to make sure I really captured all the evidence and then I could fairly and obviously accurately evaluate this teacher and that way I could come up with the figure and it usually often wasn't even the number originally my gut was telling me so I'm so glad I never told that teacher what I thought 
And that's because I ended up being biased for some reason. It was an engaging lesson, but when I really looked at things in my office, I realized it really wasn't appropriately aligned. So I would have rated them higher than they should have been. Or, you know, again, I was biased because these quiet kids who we've been working with for so long started to take some ownership in the classroom. And I was just so excited about that. But really, their own demonstration of the learning was weak. And so it really, for me, it paid to take a break and head back to base camp. You know, it's like reviewing a rough draft multiple times before turning it in for a grade. You've got to take a moment, back away from the mayhem, ensure you're headed in the right direction, maybe recalibrate on the map. So here is what I suggest you do. Next time you're unsure where to hone in with a particular teacher or even your own students, go back to your own base camp. It's the place where you can reference the tools that are going to ground the work you do, whether it's your standards, your anecdotal notes, your performance rubrics, your district initiatives, whatever it may be. Take that moment to go back to those items and utilize those tools so that you can be your most effective in hitting that big domino. Remember, you want to go after the one thing that once you fix that, it's going to have a positive impact on all the other things that follow. You've got to hunt down the root and stop fixing the leaves because when you're focusing on the leaves, that's like putting out the fires instead of preventing the fires from starting in the first place. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on identifying and supporting the development of those key indicators at the deepest of levels by really getting a clear head and perspective before jumping to action. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to EduPodcast.com. Network.com for more details.